Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Focus on Albany. We're going to do a show about Costco uh, and your help is needed for the pine bush. So I have one guest on. I've got to call two more. So give me a minute so uh, I can call my guest. Hold on, please. I'm having technical problems. Jack, you're there, right? I'm here, Cynthia. Okay. Hello. Hi, Lynn. I'm cool. Hi, Lynn. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes. Okay. I'm having a... uh, some technical problems, so I'm calling Steve. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. They're right there. Okay. There's nothing like having technical problems when you have an important show to do. I know. Very frustrating. It's okay, Cynthia. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Nice to talk to you, Zach. What's new? Oh, nothing much. Nothing's new. Everything is everything's new, right? <laughs> right. Everything, nothing. Yes, it's all new or nothing's new or, oh my goodness. I know. It's like, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little tired of the pandemic. I hope we get a cure and a vaccine real soon. Well, um, I've been busy crisscrossing Albany, handing out PPE supplies to people that requested them. So that's keeping me busy. <laughs> well, I think that's wonderful. I've you seen know, that. Um, I. It's 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 been keeping me uh, keeping my mind kind of off of things. Good morning, Steve. You ready to go on the air? Sure. We are on the air. So, uh, Steve, why don't you start it off? So, so the background is that um, on Tuesday, uh, May twenty sixth. At 4:30 p.m. Um, is the deadline for getting comments in on the proposed uh, draft environmental impact statement to build uh, on Rap Road and uh, at several apartment complexes, a very large apartment complex, and a Costco and other various uh, office and retail space on Western Avenue and. Uh, uh, the Mall Ring Road and Rap Road. So uh, we're doing this show because to alert people between now and Tuesday to um, write comments. 
Can you tell everybody how important that is? Well, it, it's it's very important that the public uh, provide feedback if they don't want to see this happen. Um, there's been a number. There's been a concerted effort by a pro Costco group, primarily, um, right. get comments in, basically saying that they all want to um, shop at Costco. But this is really a, an environmental impact statement, and the idea is to assess. The town is supposed to be assessing the environmental impact of actually doing this development. And, you know, the town has, uh, the town of Gilderland, which all this development will occur within, um, needs to hear from people who put the environment first over um money for lack of a better term uh right and uh you know because this is all about uh taking what's currently under undeveloped land or you know which what was previously farmland and which has grown into um forested area basically uh and and what provides buffer regions with the the uh, Albany Pine Bush Preserve? It's all within the the Albany uh, Pine Bush Study Area, and you know we need to protect it in order to um, you know make the Pine Bush Preserve needs undeveloped land around it. So that to basically serve as buffer areas, um, and for quite some time, this land has provided that. Um, also, the neighborhoods need buffer. You know, since they cut down the trees illegally where the Costco site is, the people and the residents of Westmere Terrace have a lot more noise already just from Western Avenue. Because those trees mm-hmm. are gone. Mm-hmm. Lemon, would you like to uh, comment? Um, so the the what what's really important is that um, this land should be protected, and that it should not be, you know, uh, save the pine bush believes that this land should not be built on. It turns out we have had many scientists take a look at the land, and there are a lot of uh, species that live here. Some are uh, threatened. Some are species of special concern. There are birds. There are bats. There are um, amphibians and reptiles. And these lands are really important to preserve. And the idea that that Crossgates is going to come in and basically flatten all this land put in vast amounts of parking lot and destroy these beautiful, as Steve says, woodlands is um, quite a, it's a, it's a detriment to the whole, to the whole area. Um, it, the uh, comment, people should make comments about the importance of preserving this land and they can send it. I'll just say that I'm going to say the email now and we'll say it later also to the town planner, Ken Kowalczyk, and his email is K O 
V is in Victor, A L C H I C K K at T O G N Y dot org. So that's T O G N Y dot org is in town of Gildeland. So the, this land is particularly important. The, the idea that in this day and age, when we have a, uh, it's worldwide, we have a collapse of ecosystems, to go in and flatten all this land is, is pretty outrageous, especially since now we have the pandemic and we don't know how much, uh, what kind of retail situation we're going to be in after things, quote, go back to normal, whenever that might be. It seems to me that uh, Crossgate should reuse its the land in its small area because some of those stores are probably not going to survive the pandemic and that that should be reused. They should not be uh, paving over new areas. Jack? But if I might, if I might add. Okay, go ahead. I was just going to say to add add to that, you know, the pyramid mall management or the people who are put, putting forth this draft environmental impact statement, the applicants, right, which are a subsidiary of pyramid, in their throughout the entire draft environmental impact statement, they basically try to make the case that they can't use the mall property because it's under different ownership, and you know, Andy Arthur from Save the Pine Bush, volunteer for Save the Pine Bush, you know, mapped out extensively all the different properties in this area that are owned by all kinds of different versions of pyramids, right? different companies. And, and they try to make the case in the draft environmental impact statement that previously existing neighborhood, which they bought up and created a vacant ghost town of is now not compatible with the transit oriented district that they helped create several years ago with the town of Gilderland for all of this land that they own. And so, so now, you know, the, the kind of the argument is we get to destroy the what's left of this neighborhood so that we can build our, our super dense, uh, uh, and par- apartments and the Costco and other retail and, and stuff. And, and essentially they've been setting this up the whole time. Zach, do you have anything to add? Yeah, just, you know, um, for your listeners, my name is Zach Simpson. I'm a trustee with Rapport Historical Association. Um, I've been tracking this, um, Oops. Can somebody mute themselves? Somebody's got some background noise going, please. Can you, Steve, or you, Lynn? Nope, not me. Yeah, somebody's being loud, shuffling papers. Um, I've been tracking this since um, it was before the Albany County Planning Board, um, where, um, you know, first we heard about the 222-unit apartment complex. Um, I tracked it when it went back to the Town of Gilderland Planning Board, um, I got to tell you, I'm really um, alarmed by the way the Town of Gilliland Planning Board has handled this project. Um, I was very disappointed when Ken Kowalczyk 
uh, line by line went through the objections of the county planning board as well as the city of Albany, you know, and discredited any sort of objection to the project. And I also was really disappointed in the chairman of the Gillen Planning Board when he really almost made the 222 units go forward without a, a full, you know, positive uh, seeker um, environmental impact statement. And, you know, that's when we found out about all of the other proposals, the Costco. Well, we didn't know it was a Costco. That was a big secret until finally found out, yes, indeed, it was a Costco with fuel, which I got to tell you, <clears throat> with the transit-oriented districts, I don't think an auto-centric box store with fuel is really representative of a transit-oriented district use. Um, I think that's really a stretch. And I, and, uh, I am aware that there is a federal lawsuit at this time by four residents of Westmere Terrace and the owners of the uh, Mobile um, because of what they did with, you know, clear-cutting a, a parcel during a, a seeker review, um, which I think is just shocking. But it just illustrates how Town of Gilderlin, you know, has never seen a project they didn't like. And um, I'm really, um, I'm really disappointed in the town of Gilderlin, quite frankly, at this point. Um, Steve. Well, that that would make several of us who are disappointed. Um, the uh, that, Zach is completely right. This has been mishandled from the beginning, um, and and it hasn't been a transparent process. Um, you know, the Costco is a very regional attraction. Um, you know, the the apartment complex originally, as he stated, was um, smaller in scale. They wouldn't even admit to the fact that they wanted to build three towers, um, not not just two. So it's it's the the draft environmental impact statement. Um, you know, actually also revealed that beyond the 222 apartments that they want to build on Rap Road, there's the possibility, and I would say highly probable possibility, that they would build a third tower, which would add an additional 90 units. And what, you know, just to follow up on what Zach was saying, with the proximity to the Rap Road Historic District and also the, the Pine Bush Preserve, this is, you know, the the, the cut through currently that goes through, that that people refer to as the cut through through the Rap Road Historic District is kind of a secret to you know residents who live in the area. It won't be a secret once all this development happens. Um, there's going to be a tremendous increase in traffic on those. Um, back roads because there's very limited ability to go um, from Western Avenue to Washington Avenue um, in, in, from the town of Gilderland into Albany. And so you're going to see any, any uh, greatly increase in the amount of traffic. Now they're expecting um, they don't define what significant is, but to me, you know, when you're adding a thousand cars um, at peak times, that's, that's significant. Um, so 
Well, I guess just, the other oh, day, oh. excuse me, I'm sorry. Just the other day, I was uh, mentioning the fact that uh, on New Scotland Avenue, right by the hospital, come dinner time or when when the hospital employees leave, the traffic and the noise is really unconscionable. And I could just about see the same thing for uh, Western Avenue. Western Avenue is, you know, congested with traffic enough. Why add more, right? Yeah, and and there's some mythical thinking by the planning board and the Gilbert Town Board, or or many many members of the of of these boards, that by allowing Pyramid to further develop on the Mall Ring Road will somehow create uh, will will somehow entice traffic to leave Washington Avenue and go on the Mall Ring Road. I don't see how that can possibly happen. Um, you're just going to have more traffic on the Mall Ring Road um, because you're adding to to the um, the development that's already there. So, um, well, um, can I just comment real quick? I I, I was sure. just wondering if I was just wondering if Steve or Lynn, you, um, if you uh, looked at any of the alternative traffic. Um, mitigation proposals that are in the draft environmental impact statement because I know I have. Um, There's a handful of them and from what I understand from Pyramid Corp, because I actually met with Pyramid Corp uh, with the Rap Road Historical twice and we also met with uh, Pat Fahey and also uh, Senator Neil Breslin's office to talk about this, the traffic mitigation. And from what we understand, Pyramid and uh, Town of Gilblin is gravitating towards the, I think it's the alternative traffic uh, number nine, which would, um, it would change the Gip Road connection to connect directly to the Ring Road um, down further, like almost like, you know, behind where Macy's is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the theory is people will, instead of going, you know, straight onto the ring road to get to, to go north on Rap, they'll take a right and go to, you know, the other way down the ring road. Um, I think this, oh, and also it's what it's proposing is almost like a cul-de-sac inside of where the 222-unit apartment complex is proposed. So it would direct any traffic from the apartment complex away from the historic district. I think this plan is a good try. I don't think it's going to work. In fact, I think it could exacerbate the traffic at peak hours. Um, And I I am aware that Chris Spencer, he's the chief planning official for the city of Albany. He actually um, wrote correspondence to the town of Gilderland, I think on the 13th. Was the 13th, whatever the date was, where there was a public hearing the same day, um, where the city of Albany is against alternative number nine, um, and they are lobbying for alternative number one or two, which involved use of protected pine bush land. I think it was the ancient, the ancient pine barrens. Is that what it was referred to? So, um, 
basically the city of Albany is saying we need to do a cost-benefit analysis, and in the final analysis, the historic district takes precedent over the pine bush protected land. I think that's really alarming. Alarming. Yeah, some of these. The only the only real alternative that works is for Crossgates not to build this development. The whole traffic issue is really complicated, but the idea that that land would be taken from the pine bush preserve it's not only beautiful pot rare pine bush ecosystem but land that has been set aside by the legislature for preservation to build a road is yep. pretty outrageous um other yep. people in the past have proposed this um but it has uh it's not. It has not happened because Save the Pine Bush absolutely went. You know, we we actually uh, had uh, pretty serious lawsuits over the issue of encroaching on the actual preserve itself. And it seems to me that the the problem here is: Do we really want to take pine bush because this land is historically pine bush? It currently has pine bush species on it. Do we want to take this land, pave it over, and then? Put, another, put a gas station here over an aquifer? Or do we want to look at alternatives to um, build where buildings have already occurred so that we don't have to have, we don't have to take beautiful woodland and pave them over with asphalt? And I think that's, that is the, the, the question here. Because if, we, if Crossgates did not build in a you know expanding its footprint like this and paving over so much land i think that it would not generate as much traffic and we wouldn't have the issues of having to redo the the traffic patterns or the roads so everybody go ahead i just want to bring up something i know jc penny's just filed for bankruptcy um and i am assuming many other large box stores are going to follow suit. I just wonder what that's really going to mean for the actual mall that's in existence today. I mean, why don't they start repurposing that space that's already there for other stuff? I don't, I don't get it. Like, why is there, why are they trying to just build, build, build? Why not repurpose what they have, have, have? Oh, I think Zach, you're absolutely right about that. You are absolutely correct that Crossgate should not be uh, building in, in woodlands, they should be building, they should be repurposing the building they already built in the pine bush many years ago, because of course, the entire Crossgates Mall used to be uh, pine bush and lupin fields, and uh, you know they destroyed all that 40 years ago. And I, you're absolutely right, they should be looking at that. Also, I understand Crossgates has its own financial issues. Um, we'll have to see if, if they survive. We don't want a vacant mall after all. You know, we don't want them to build land, build the stuff only to have it all, you know, fall apart. Yeah, or worse, partially they, build it they, and not be able to finish. Weren't weren't they yes. delinquent on some weren't they delinquent on some mortgage payment? Yes. That's right. That's why I saw yeah. the news. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and to take it, take that argument a little bit further, the Costco will directly compete with many of the tenants of the mall, you know, as well as compete with, you know, the the existing gas stations, um, which is part of the reason why the the owner of the mobile station is 
fighting to uh, prevent Costco from going in is because Costco's you know typical method of operation is to come in and undercut all their competitors with their gas because it brings people into the store and and as a expert who called into the public hearing mentioned they have vast um, uh, impact in terms of distance we we already have one gas gas station near the mall that's out of business and and uh, you know doesn't exist and there are um, several gas stations already within a three quarters of a mile to either direction um, and it's likely that this gas station will put those out of business and then the Costco retail in in the store you know they sell everything that Best Buy sells <laughs> and you know you, you name it there's just this um, yeah, I, I don't understand the logic of a lot of the local retailers thinking that the Costco is going to bring them more business. If anything, it's, they're going to be a direct competitor. You know, in fact, even uh, Drew Sanders, who's a jeweler, whose building will can supposedly still exist after all this development, you know, thinks that she's going to get more business because of the Costco. But Costco sells jewelry. And in fact, one of the one of the people who called in during the public comment period said that that's actually where she gets her jewelry when she goes shopping elsewhere. To go to Costco. Wow. So, so in a in a final moment, uh, any one of you, uh, what is the importance? We just have a couple of days left for the. Um, statements to be in, how imperative, how important is it that people write in and voice their uh, concerns about this particular um, issue? Oh, I think it's very important that people call in or people email their comments to the town of Gildalin town planner, Ken Kowalczyk, and his email is K-O-V-A-L-C-H-I-C-K-K at T-O-G-N-Y dot org. And also, um, Steve, can you give a website where people can go to, uh, we have a click and send email if people want to compose an email to them. It makes it really easy. Steve, can you give that uh, URL? Yeah, so so if people go to raproadgofundme.org, um, we have a video there that explains, you know, the, what what's happening, um, and right below that, um, you may have to click on more to see see them, but there are three links to pre-written letters that are on the the Gilding Coalition for Responsible Growth website. Um, that so you can click there it'll take you directly to these pre-written letters and then with another single button click it will open up your email and uh, you'll have a pre-written letter that you can send or edit however you wish Um, and and there's three different ones uh, one for the uh, environmental impacts uh, another one for the impact on Gilderland residents, 
and just kind of life in Gilderland. And the third is um, basically saying that, you know, the town, the uh, town of Gilderland planning board should not be the lead agency uh, because of everything that's been allowed to happen already. Okay. So you, uh, you guys don't know, or maybe you do, how many people have voted for or against. Let's say it comes out four. It, it, even if it's four, is there still legal stuff uh, that you can push for to ensure that this doesn't happen? Well, uh, well the, the, the next step is um, that, so that what, what we're doing right now is making comments on the draft environmental impact statement. So basically the impact statement that Crossgates has prepared for this project and that it doesn't really matter that, uh, you know, a lot of people send an email in saying, I want to shop at Costco, which is most of the pro, the people who are in favor of the development say they basically write one sentence. I'm in favor of Costco. The people who are opposed to the project have far more substantive comments on the draft environmental impact statement about the environmental issues, the issues with the neighborhood, the issues with traffic, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a, uh, a, a process that is not instantaneous. The next step will be that Crossgates Mall will need to prepare a final environmental impact statement. Uh, the town of the town of Gildeland Planning Board will review that, and then they will approve or disapprove the project. Now, in the middle of all this is the federal lawsuit that uh, has been already uh, mentioned. We don't know what the outcome of that will be, that the lawsuit asks that the town of Gildeland be removed as the lead agency on the project, which means the, the whole project would be, uh, whole project a review process would start all over again, so we don't know. And then, um, you know, uh, hopefully the town of Dillon will listen to people and that they will not approve the project, but we will see. Okay, so as, as this issue evolves, uh, I'd like to have you all back on Focus on Albany to uh, inform everybody on what's going on. But I find that, I find that you know, really curious, I think that would be a good word, that since they're saying there might be a lot of retail stores that might file for bankruptcy, a lot of the people might not be able to go back to their regular place of employment, what the employment is going to look like after the coronavirus um, uh, crisis dies down. And it's amazing that they're still going forward with this and, you know, doing their thing and hoping that all of the, the, these stores will be built. I find that ironic. So in the closing moments, does anybody have anything else to say? I just, you know, I just want to mention, um, you know, it's I, I, I have to commend – Lynn and Steve for the work that they've done on this. I know it's been a, a long haul, um, and I just I think you know it's 
been a real lesson in municipalities favoring developers. Um, I see it in Gilbert. I see it in Gilbert. I see it here in the city of Albany. Um, and that's got to change. It's got to change now. So that's what I'm working hard to do. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, everybody have a um, happy, happy holiday. And we'll talk again. Thank you for uh, taking the time to be on Focus on Albany, uh, Steve, Lynn, and Zach. And, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a wonderful holiday weekend. Thanks, Cynthia. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.